Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Ian Happ, outfielder for your Chicago Cubs. That's why playing at Wrigley is the best. Chicago and uh, and the Cubs faithful, they are incredible. They keep us up every single day. In the air center field, Alford back. Turn in, it Ian Happ. Get out the tape measure for Ian Happ. What would you think about trying to do a quarantine coffee? Dinger dollars for everybody, Ian Happ. We'll touch them all. Hap is a strong man. He hit that one where the big boys hit him. Hair looking so good. That's crazy. So good. Host of the Compound Podcast. I don't think anybody's trying to hit people. I think that the report on Wilson, you, if you see a guy pitch consistently up and in, it's because that's the report. That's where the analytics have said that you have to throw up and in either because he has a hole there or because it opens him up to sliders down the way or, or another pitch on the outside part of the plate. So if pitchers are going to throw on the inside lane or up and in, you do. You have to be able to command it because there's no repercussions for guys throwing 95 mile an hour heaters off guys' heads. You know, obviously, Wilson got frustrated and you get hit in the head the night before, and then back up and then again. It's not cool. It's scary is what it is. That Ian Happ with Bernstein and Rahimi on the score. Let's talk with Ian Happ on the Bernstein and Rahimi show. He is on Twitter at IHAP underscore one. He is on the Alpamani Nissan hotline. Alpamani Nissan on North Avenue in Melrose Parker at APNissan.com. Ian, how are you doing? Good morning. Morning. Where's Where's the podcast? You know, again, my my, my Wednesday routine couldn't uh, couldn't be normal because I didn't have my episode. Yeah, tough, uh, tough schedule for us this week. We had uh, Zach was in the taxi squad, so he was in Houston. Dakota's in Arizona, and obviously we had uh, kind of a funky schedule with the, the Monday, Tuesday night games in Milwaukee and then the Wednesday day games. So we recorded it last night. It'll be out today. Um, you will fully be able to listen to uh, a fun podcast. We had a director of morale on for a little boost uh, in, in everyone's morale. Um, it's going to be a great episode, and I'm really excited for it. I don't know if this is excellent marketing by you or just – Frederick with a a huge brand, but I was actually wondering about him this morning, and you, and if you needed the director of morale on. So can you can you give us a preview of what his speech was to hype not just fans up, but perhaps you to get a little bit of a different mojo going? Yes, uh, <laughs> there's you know there's plenty of ways to get some new mojo going but the one the one main thing that he said which i think everybody has to remember is that there's 150 games left there's still 150 left you know where everybody is we're going to figure this out together everybody's in it together we're still here we're not leaving and there's a big news this morning big news that connect roasters and morale 
uh, supply company with Dom is doing a coffee collab called Morale Blend. Uh, it's a medium dark roast from Guatemala, uh, and it is actually liquid morale. It is a way to wake up every morning with morale directly into the veins and get the people fired up, so we're so pumped about that. I hope there's extra caffeine in it, too. You know, we always had talked last year about the way you guys created your own energy in the absence of fans and the way you, you sort of had it going. And it developed a reputation, at least early on, for maybe being a, a little bit chirpy and chippy, and that's okay. You wore it with pride. How do you make sure that that stays real, especially when people are slumping, especially when the, when the bats are historically cold as they are? How do you keep that up without feeling desperate about it yeah uh, that's a really good question I, I think it's um it has to be something that's organic you know whatever it is whatever the the different mojo is in the dugout whatever the uh, bringing of the energy is and it, it, and to be honest it is a different feeling i think everybody um is just getting used to the crowd again the limited capacity we've played every game in the division so far which feels a lot like last year um and and I think Atlanta coming in this week and then transitioning into more what feels more like a hundred and sixty two game season back to back to a little bit more normal of what everybody's used to. Uh, I think it'll make a difference, honestly. And and it's just it's a feeling out process. It's everybody getting getting back used to what this this actually feels like. But um, energy is important. Uh, it's important to be there for each other and and to really get fired up about uh, what we're doing every day and. and you know, it's it's not as easy to be all pumped up when you're when you're only getting a few hits a day. Uh, and we appreciate you being here on your off day as well. By the way, I know that it's uh it's early for the baseball schedule when when you work mostly at night. So to wake up early, we appreciate it. I do want to ask you, as an outfielder especially, I feel like you understand how the ball moves off of a bat better than anybody else. You see it every single game, multiple times a game. And we're trying to figure out what's going on with whether or not baseball has implemented a new ball, how how it's flying off of people's bats. We even have a nice weather sample to work with so far. What have you seen? And is there any difference between now and what you saw in the 2020 season and that 2019 ball? I'll be interested to see if there's... Um you know, some stats maybe a month in or two months in uh, on home runs and strikeouts and, and if there's a difference. I Honestly, I don't see a very big difference off the bat. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily feel one either. Um, you know, the, and the way that the pitchers are throwing the ball, um, it doesn't feel like it's moving less. It doesn't feel like the movement, you know, it feels like it's as late as ever. Uh, with with as much action as ever, and I think that was one of the things, um, you know, with the, the low seams and the, and the tighter ball. That not only was it that balls were going farther, uh, but that the movement on the pitches and the ability to create high spin rates and, and all that. Um, so I, I haven't seen much of a difference, but I'll be interested um, if they do some studies on numbers of home runs and strikeouts and all that, and where, where those kind of fall in, in the next couple months. 
How difficult is it as an offense, as a team, to keep things positive and to keep thinking exactly what you're saying and, and being mindful that there are 150 games left? In the moment, it, you, you, it's, it's hard to keep thinking that because you only have that game. You only have that next plate appearance. And is it something that you that struggles can be discussed as a team? Do you make fun of it? Do you just say, hey, you know, we, we, you know, look, we're not this bad? Or do you, you know, how, how do you talk about it when things are professionally difficult? Yeah, uh, I think individually it's really tough just because you get to a point where you keep looking up on the board and seeing the Euro for three. It doesn't matter if you square a couple balls up or if you got punched out. Like you just you look up at the board consecutive days and you're over three. It, it really wears on you. It really gets frustrating. Um, but as a team uh, and as an individual, you have to understand that it actually is not statistically possible for us to be where we are for a full season. It's not statistically possible. It can't happen. So there has to be some sort of regression to the mean where uh, things normalize and it is bound to happen. And the biggest thing um, for everybody is that everybody wants to be the guy. Everybody wants to be um, the spark plug that gets us out of it and that that makes things happen. Um, And so, you know, not doing too much is very important, not trying too hard, not pressing, um, not trying to change. If things are working uh, where you're, you're making good contact, you're hitting the ball in the air, you're taking your walks, um, it's just some bad luck, some really low BABIP. Uh, to use some statistical mm-hmm. uh, phrases, you, if, if that is working, then you can't panic into a change or else you'll just dig yourself into a deeper hole. So it's understanding when things are actually going well and it's just bad luck, when things are are not good and there needs to be some adjustment. And it's just such a fine line because you're in the game of baseball, you're relying on the fielders to not be in the right spots or for the pitcher to not paint the edge three times. You have to go back and you have to look like, am I being pitched really tough right now? is this guy making some just nasty pitches um, or am I missing heaters over the plate? There's so many factors that go into it. Um, but as a team, I think just not trying to press your way out of it is the most important thing. To that end, we were talking earlier on the broadcast about the no-hitter that Carlos Rodon threw. And the idea of giving a pitcher when you know he needs it run support. As as somebody who is responsible for run support, as somebody who plays with pitchers who you know need a shot in the arm. How have you seen that run support help a guy on the mound either relax or just be more himself or just be able to to pitch a little more freely? It's huge. It's huge. Uh, I think you you saw in the Pirates game uh, when we we faced Keller for the second time, uh, I think they they took a seven-run lead, seven to one, kind of early, and it just – you know, it, it really relaxed him and let him go and pitch and be aggressive and not have to nibble as much. And his stuff really played up as compared to the first time we faced him. And you know, I've seen that over the course of of my career from different guys on our side. And and that's um, it's a big part of it. It's, it goes both ways. So it's it's it gets really difficult to hit when you're down big, and it gets really difficult uh, to pitch every single day in one run games. And so it's our job as an offense to you know get a lead early and then keep adding on that. Like that's something we talk about, like adding on and giving 
some breathing room and making sure the closer doesn't have to come into the game. Like, those are things that we value. Um, and at the same time, that's the pitchers are always trying to keep us close enough uh, in a game that we can uh, have a chance to break it out. And that's, you know, it's something that hasn't happened so far, and we haven't done a good job as an offense of, of making some of that stuff happen and, and some of the things that we really like to do as an offense here. But it's coming. Morale blend is here, and it's coming. Corbin Burns was really remarkable, and those pitches were moving all over the place. And I heard, uh, and I think it was Ron Coomer on the broadcast, was actually talking about uh, a jump in spin rate, perhaps. And I'm thinking, hmm, well, if baseball is actually looking at jumps in spin rate, at any point in the game, did you think about uh, uh, looking at, at a baseball here or there or wondering why all of a sudden the, that he was able to spin it the way he was? Yeah, I haven't seen his, his, uh, his numbers Um well, I've seen the spin numbers now. I haven't seen previous. But, he, you know, guys throwing 98-mile-an-hour cutters, pretty impressive. Uh, with a 91-mile-an-hour change-up going the opposite way, uh, you know, straight ball, sinker, curveball. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty nasty mix, especially when that cutter's uh, backdoor and, and underhand. So, um, yeah, it's impressive. Uh, and I think it was 30 strikeouts and no walks to start the season. Um that plays, but it was, you know, some, some good battles there. My last two bats against him. And I think everybody um, was just trying to figure out you know, exactly what that ball was doing with the, with the cut and when it was cutting, when it wasn't, and then what kind of his sequence was going to be after that. Yeah. I just think, you know, maybe if they happen to collect some of the balls that Bauer is throwing, you might want to maybe uh, throw a couple in the basket from that game. I'm just saying, I know you're probably not in a position to do that, but as long as baseball is public about this effort, uh, that would be one that I would maybe say, uh, see, see what was going on. No comment. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's more than fair. What do you do on a day off when you have one like this and you have one on Monday? What kind of routine do you go through? I know you probably end up doing some activity, even though you have a game tomorrow and, and just one off day here. Yeah, after coming off, uh, was it six straight? Um, I guess not five straight, maybe, because we had the off day in Pittsburgh uh, and traveling, kind of relaxing to get back home for me. Um, you know, this is day, just kind of do some laundry, get things in order for the homestand. Um, I worked out after the game yesterday, so I'll do some kind of like body management, get myself ready for. For the weekend, um, but yeah, this is a, a little stretch where we only have three games and then another off day, so kind of get uh, a little bit of relief early in the season. And always, we always get a lot of off days in April just to make sure in case of weather, so try to keep your body right because you know there's going to be a stretch when you are playing 12, 14 in a row without any off days. Well, the texters, yeah, texters are asking for dinger dollars. So uh, obviously with uh, Connect Roasters and all the cool stuff that's going on, they're saying, hey, man, throw us a bone here. They want their dinger dollars. Yeah, that's what uh, that's the goal. The goal is to get some more dinger dollars going. Uh, my dinger dollars uh, so far, not quite enough. We're going to get there. There's going to be they come in bunches. I'm telling you, they come in bunches. So there's there's going to be a moment here where people are flooded with dinger dollars. They don't know what to do. All right, here's to better offense and regression to the mean is going to be our, our watchword for uh, the next 150 or at least the next five or six. Ian Happ, thank you as always. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks, Ian Happ Ian. of the Chicago Cubs with his weekly appearance in the latest edition of the Compound Podcast is uh, dropping today, so we will certainly check that out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.